Hello, and welcome to the Dear DIY Mommy podcast. This is the show for DIY and decor lovers, all about budget-friendly home decorating, home improvement, and crafting ideas. My name is Christina Dennis, aka the DIY Mommy, and I'm a DIY and decor expert here to answer all of your questions. On this episode, which 2022 decor trends do I absolutely hate? I'm going to share them today on Dear DIY Mommy. About a month ago, I shared five home decor trends from 2022 that I absolutely love. So if you missed that, after you listen to this episode, head on over to the DIYMommy.com slash podcast and find that one. And you can hear the positive spin on my thoughts on 2022 home decor trends. I usually like to keep everything pretty light and happy and positive here on the podcast, on my YouTube channel, my blog, everywhere, but I thought I'd do a little bit of a darker spin today uh, and talk about 2022 home decor trends that I actually can't stand. This is lighthearted, so please don't be offended if there are some trends that I'm listing here that you love. This is just my opinion. I just wanted to chat about some things that I just don't like at all. I'm going to share why I don't like them and I'm going to share what I personally would do as an alternative. So take this podcast with a grain of salt and uh, let me know what you think. Let me know if you agree with what I'm talking about today. Uh, you can visit the DIYMommy.com slash podcast and then find this episode on there and comment and tell me your thoughts. I would love to hear. Do you agree with me on these? Do you not agree with me? Why? I think trends are so fun to chat about. But don't forget, the most important thing when decorating your home is to decorate it for you and for your family. No matter what the trends are, create that beautiful, timeless base in your home. Decorate with things that you love, that make you happy. That's what matters. Trends are fun. Trends are interesting. And I want to talk about them again today. In no particular order, here are the newest decorating trends for this year that I honestly don't care for at all. Don't forget, these are just my opinions. If you love any or all of these for your home, go for it. Have fun with them. It is your home. So the first thing that I'm not loving for this year is all of the curvy furniture and accessories. So many curves rounded sofas, round tables, and even accessories like wavy candles. They've been so popular this year and last year. And this look can be nice. It's very art deco inspired, which I love that 1920s period. But in my humble opinion, curved furniture isn't practical because it is harder to fit in most rooms. Most rooms are squares or rectangles, so you do have to be really creative with the furniture placement if you're using all of these rounded pieces. Plus, I think if it's overdone, it can look too overwhelming and just too much of the samesies, samesies over and over again. So if you head on over to the DIYMommy.com slash podcast, after you listen to today's episode, I'm going to put 
just some stock photo examples of all of the stuff I'm talking about today. I'm not using other designers or other decorators photos because I'm not calling anybody specifically out during this episode. So I'm just using some stock photos that are going to illustrate what I'm talking about. So I have a stock photo in today's show notes and it shows two rounded sofas, a round coffee table, a round accent table, a round area rug, and then about five different round plant stands. And to me, this just feels too overwhelming. This is so many circular shapes in one room. And to me, it is just too much, too many curves. So what I would do instead, I'd add in one or two max curvy pieces to a room, but then I'd have the rest be more square and more structured. I really think that the contrast of curved and square is absolutely beautiful. And I think contrast in general in decor is always a good idea. Pairing round things with square things, pairing soft things with hard things, shiny with matte, etc. For example, one curved sofa in a room where all of the other elements are rather square, I think is a really fun idea. Trend number two that I honestly do not like for this year is indoor furniture or indoor looking furniture in outdoor spaces. I love a gorgeously decorated patio. I definitely love decorating my outdoor areas in the summertime, but there's this new trend of bringing indoor furniture or at least furniture that looks like it should be inside outside. It seriously makes my head shake in our climate anyhow. So I live in Northern Alberta, Canada, having lots of soft and or light colored furnishings outside is just impractical. I think of how much time I spend trying to store all of my outdoor cushions, trying to clean all the cat fur and mud and, you know, watermarks off of my outdoor cushions. It is a seriously a pain. I did put a stock photo on the show notes of today's episode. It's not bad. It has a couple of beautiful outdoor sectionals, but they have giant white cushions on them. So just thinking about keeping, there's about one, two, three, four, five, six, there's about mm, a dozen giant white cushions. Keeping those clean in all of the different weather situations that we see, I just can't even imagine. But honestly, I have seen people have like fully upholstered sofas out on their patio and I don't know, would this work maybe in different climates than mine? Maybe if you're in a climate that doesn't see very much rain, maybe like a desert climate, would that work? I just don't really know. But in my climate, and I imagine in a lot of climates around the world, I just can't see how an indoor type, fully upholstered piece of furniture would work outside on a patio. What would I do instead? I'd keep all of my outdoor furniture easy to clean, easy to wipe down, and also easy to store. Mid-tone or darker cushions are easier to keep outside, and keeping the amount of textiles outside to a minimum is also so much more practical. I truly feel that you can still make an outdoor space feel cozy through the use of lighting effects like twinkle lights, hang some cafe lights outside, use some beautiful outdoor lanterns, and then you can also create that cozy feeling with some lush planters in the spring and summer months. All right, trend number three, and I, this, oh, I, I don't know, <laughs> this one, this one, it looks really neat, but I would never do this and it's DIY textured walls. I don't know if you've seen these on Instagram reels or TikTok or anything where um, someone takes 
a plaster mix or even a concrete mix and adds a ton of texture to their actual wall in their home and creates an accent wall. So I think it looks fantastic. I think so many of these people are very talented, but this idea honestly is not a favorite of mine. It can look incredible. It can look ultra modern when it's done right. But what happens when this trend is over? I just imagine trying to sand a wall down that was DIY textured like this and I can't even I don't think it would even be possible I think you'd probably have to rip the whole wall down right down to the studs re-drywall it and paint it from there so I personally would not want to deal with this or you know if I was selling my house I wouldn't want the next homeowner to deal with this so this is just a no for me instead if I wanted a textured wall effect I would use either a peel and stick wallpaper or I'd create the same sort of textured plaster of Paris or a concrete effect on giant oversized art panels. So what if you maybe took some plywood and framed it out with some one by twos and then did a really cool textured piece of art that covered almost your whole wall. That could be a really neat way to get a very similar accent wall effect, but you'd be able to hang up the piece of art and then take it down when you were ready for a different sort of wall treatment. With this trend, I think something more non-committal like a peel and stick wallpaper or the art would be just a lot smarter. Trend number four that I just cannot get behind is Sherpa or fur covered furniture. I love a good cozy sheepskin rug. I love a beautiful Sherpa pillow, but the reason I dislike the Sherpa or fur covered furniture trend is also for practical reasons. I do definitely love aesthetics, but I think it's like the older I get, the more I, I really realize how important practicality is as well of decorating and design in homes. I don't know how a person could keep a fur upholstered chair clean. I don't know if you've seen chairs that are fully upholstered in a faux fur or maybe even a real like Mongolian sheepskin from top to bottom or if you've seen those beautiful bright white Sherpa covered chairs they look gorgeous in the store they look gorgeous on Instagram but imagine how they would look after a couple months in your house I know in my house there would be slime stuck in them and gum stuck in them and probably Sharpie and crayon and someone with dark blue jeans would sit in them and they'd be stained. I just find furry fabrics in general really hard to clean even on accent pillows. So I can only imagine how difficult it would be to keep a chair that was fully covered in something like that clean and looking nice. Instead, I drape a sheepskin over a chair for a similar effect. And I've done this uh, often in our home in our living room right now I have a couple of really nice faux leather accent chairs and we draped them with sheepskins for the winter months and it's just so cozy and honestly it at first glance it looks like they're upholstered in fur but they're not you can also add furry or sherpa textures into your space with simple throw pillows or throw blankets unlike a full chair you can throw these in the wash or send them to the dry cleaner so much easier to keep clean than a full-on fur accent chair. Finally, the last trend of the year that I do not like at all is the trend of having dark walls, but not only dark walls, but dark ceilings as well. Even black walls and black ceilings. Black and dark paint colors are so hot this year. They were trending for the last couple years and I do like them. However, I'm not a big fan of the dark wall 
paired with a dark ceiling trend. Black paint can look ultra luxe, it can feel cozy, but in my humble opinion, having both a black wall and a ceiling makes a room feel too small. It just makes it feel like a cave. I'm a little prone to claustrophobia, I'll be honest, so I might be a little bit biased with this, but it's just how I feel. Even not even going into the space, even when I see the space in a photo, I just feel immediately closed in. Personally, I much prefer light, bright spaces with, you know, walls painted in a lighter color and a shade of white, and then doing some black accents or doing just one black wall or in our living room we have the top third of our wall black almost black and then the bottom two thirds white trim painted instead of having black everywhere on the walls and the ceiling and you want to go for a similar sort of look I would do a dark wall or the dark ceiling but not both I just feel like both is just too Batman cave to me <laughs> Those are the five trends of 2022 that I just cannot put my stamp of approval on. Let me know what you think. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Do you have some trends that you're seeing that you just hate, you can't stand? I would love to hear on the show notes for today's blog post. I have a comment section there that I would love to chat with you at the DIYmommy.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it interesting and fun. And until next week, happy DIYing.